You are listening to Your First 100K, the number one podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, coaches, and business owners who want time freedom and financial freedom so that they can provide for their families, travel the world, and give back to the less fortunate. If that's you, then sit back and stay tuned in because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Joseph Warren. I started my first multi-million dollar business at age 19 and wasted away my 20s trying to find happiness through money, success, and pleasure. I made millions, but I still didn't feel happy or fulfilled until I learned the real secrets of success. So the big question is this, how can Christian entrepreneurs like us who didn't give up on our dreams build a highly profitable six to seven figure business without being unethical, doing it all ourselves and neglecting our family and our faith? Well, that is the question. And this podcast will give you the solutions and strategies you've been looking for. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you're new here, then welcome. I have a free 10-day training waiting for you over at first100k.com. Again, go to first100k.com to grab your free 10-day training. Today, my featured guest is Corey Walker, and you can find Corey at themarketingspecialist.com, themarketingspecialist.com. Now, Corey is the co-author of Instagram for Dummies and Instagram for Business for Dummies, a how-to guide for using Instagram to market your business startup nation. She is also the owner of The Marketing Specialist, a digital marketing agency in El Dorado Hills, California, USA. And Corey works specifically uh, with several clients to produce social media strategy uh, strategies, including creating graphics and written content, uh, advising on video, scheduling content, buying ads, and tracking analytics. So pretty much she's going to show you how to take all those specific steps that you need to do to build your brand, uh, and she's going to put in a step-by-step blueprint just for you, okay? Custom just for you and your business. Now, she loves helping businesses achieve success in the online world. So if that is you, Startup Nation, listen up, grab your pen and paper, Be ready to take notes. I'm guessing she's got some really cool wisdom uh, and business strategies for you. So, Corey Walker, welcome to your first 100K Top 100 podcast in entrepreneurship. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Sure. Well, um, yeah, I'm the co-author of Instagram for Business for Dummies and Instagram for Dummies. And um, that has been a fun process going through that. I also really have grabbed onto the reels movement (laughs) within Instagram. So that's something that um, if people aren't aware of reels yet, if you know, TikTok, which most people at this point, know TikTok reels is kind of the um, TikTok fake. (laughs) So, so um, yeah, Instagram has taken some bits and pieces from TikTok and reels is, is that it's just a short form video. Um, So that is one thing that I have really enjoyed doing um, for my business and for a lot of my clients. And I'm seeing a lot of success and a lot of new followers um, through reels. 
Okay, awesome. So before we get into some strategies for Startup Nation, uh, take a minute, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Okay, so let's see. Uh, what people might not know is the reason that I started my business was um, basically because I, I missed my daughter's first steps because she was at daycare. <laughs> so... Yeah. So that was one thing that really, um, affected me. Cause I was working, you know, I was working in marketing at a corporate job. I had a great job and, um, and then, you know, I, I went to pick up my daughter at daycare and she was like, Oh, guess what? She took her first steps. And I'm like, what <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> so that really made me rethink things. Um, and so that was kind of the impetus. She was about, um, well, she was around one when she took her first step. So it took me a little while to kind of figure out what I was going to do. And I was um, planning on starting as a virtual assistant. Um, but I thought, well, I have all this marketing experience. Why limit myself to more? At the time, a virtual assistant was more admin, not as much marketing as, mm -hmm. as it is now. But so I decided um, that, you know, I've been in marketing this whole time. That's where I came up with the marketing specialist as my business name, because that was a lot of the titles that I held were were similar to that. And so, um, so yeah, so that was, that was the main reason more than anything else was just that my, um, yeah, my daughter took her first steps at, at daycare and I didn't like that. <laughs> and yeah. it really made me think, why am I sitting in this cubicle and I wasn't that busy at the time, like the company was going through some shifts and I felt like, gosh, I'm just, I'm missing so much, um, in her life in these moments that I can't get back. So, um, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. It makes it very personal, right? And Startup mm -hmm. Nation, you're listening right now and maybe that's you. Maybe you feel like you're missing out on your, your children and, and the growth, right? You're missing out on their lives. Um, but you're, you're working so hard and hustling and grinding to make the money for them. Right. But you're not with them. Yeah. And, and, and there's, there's a friction there. It reminds me of, uh, my good buddy, Shane Sams with the flip lifestyle. He was on the podcast recently and his impetus, uh, for, uh, starting, uh, his business was, also a daycare scenario, except it was a very negative one. He got a call that his kid, uh, his son was uh, being locked in the bathroom as a punishment in a dark mm. bathroom with the lights off uh, oh. because he wasn't um, uh, using the bathroom properly or whatever, right? He was going through natural growth. So uh, there was almost child abuse happening. Yeah, that's and he went. He was a teacher and he went to his principal and, and he was like, I need to go. And, and she said, if you go, you, don't come back. You have to choose, you know, business or your kid. And he was like, I'm out. Like yeah. right there, he made the, the decision. So, uh, you know, very similar in, in some ways, uh, yeah. really getting punched in the heart. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, what do I really want in my life? Right. Why am I doing this? So Startup Nation, sit with that question sometimes. It's okay. Mm -hmm. All right, Corey, let's get into uh, the nuts and bolts, right? Some strategy here. So Instagram, you you go from a, a successful corporate career as a marketing specialist. You yes. branch out on your own. Your daughter is, ignites that fire in you. 
and uh, you get going to starting your own business. What does that even look like? Like, what are your step <laughs> one, two, and three when you say goodbye, you put in your resignation? What did that look like? What were your, your first few steps? Did they work? Um, and what were the first few that were successful for you? Mm -hmm. Well, I would say the first steps are definitely like I, you know, I walked through with my husband, like, okay, what is this going to look like? Cause obviously, you know, I was making a good salary day one. I'm not going to make that salary. So the first thing you really need to look at is can we survive, you know, X number of months with maybe no money or maybe just, you know, so we tried to like do some projections. Um, so that was kind of the first step. So you, you need to be realistic, like in the very beginning, unless you have some contract right off the gate, you're not going to be making a lot of money and you can't just expect like, okay, I'm starting this business and it's going to just, you know, be awesome. So that was the first step. Um, but then I also reached out to some of my previous employers and explain what I was doing because I knew that a lot of them worked with contractors. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll say I have been in business. I've had this business for 16 years. So when I started the business, Instagram didn't exist. So I didn't start my business as an Instagram expert. I started okay. it more as, um, you know, marketing communication specialist. So I could do, you know, newsletters, I could write copy, I could do graphic design, any of those things um, I could help with. So I reached out to several of my previous employers and, and even the, my current employer saying like, I'm doing this. If you need help with this, you know, I can be your kind of overflow person. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I did get some work from, um, one of my previous employers. So that was kind of my little bread and butter, mm -hmm. you know, nest. <laughs> so that helped. And then I really just started on the networking train. I went to a bunch of local networking things, got my name out there and so um, chambers of commerce, things like that. And because um, this was before like online had really even grown up. So you had to do a lot more like grassroots, in-person handshakes, you know, that kind of thing, um, which I think is actually was a great way to start things because I feel like online is wonderful. I love stuff online, but there's just something special about meeting someone in person over, you know, coffee or whatever lunch and just really diving in face to face. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so I did a lot of, of that kind of thing. I built my website, um, and just tried to meet as many people as possible. And I just started getting known because there weren't a lot of people where I lived that were available to do this type of work. Um, you know, solo that you could just hire for a certain project or whatever. So, so I did get a lot of things and I took a lot of really small jobs that I wouldn't do now, but you know, you just have to like do the work and get in there and do some of the small stuff. Um, so you can build your portfolio so you can, um, you know, get some of your processes in place and just learn more about red flags. Like I took a lot of clients that, you know, kind of was like at the back of my mind going, this is not going to be great. Or this guy's really weird or, you know, um, and now, you know, I, I'm at a nice place where I can say, yeah, no, thanks. But 
back then. <laughs> you yeah. know, you take I took a lot of those. You take yeah. the scraps, and that's okay because yeah. you know you you haven't earned you haven't earned that place to be like no you know you, you need you need to learn and you need to to start at that place yeah. um so yeah. startup nation i just want to speak to you so if you're just starting out that's some really useful advice from Corey for you right now uh you just get out there do the handshakes do the personal stuff uh be willing to take the scraps that pay for you uh getting educated and getting better at your craft Right. Exactly. That's that's what it is. That's why you take the scraps because they're paying for free education. Right. You're getting paid to be educated. So right. You get better. You work out the bugs in your coaching process or exactly. whatever it is that you're doing, you're looking to offer. And then once you get good enough um, or really good and really expert status, then you can start to command and demand uh, those high ticket prices. Right. Exactly. And you can start saying no to those uh those lower, uh, well, those weird people, right? Like you said, <laughs> those weird clients. Sorry, we've all had the weird ones. Right. Yes. So uh, let's uh, jump forward now to where you are now, okay? okay. So uh, for my listener, if you're a listener that already has an established business, uh, you're right before, you've been doing 50K, 80K uh, last year is, is where you're at, but you just, you kind of plateaued. Um, mm -hmm. You haven't broke through the six figures yet, and that's really your goal for 2022 coming up. Um, Corey, speak to them now. What are the successful strategies for them, specifically on Instagram, uh, for them to get over that hump, break through that plateau that they're stuck in? Okay. So, um, so via Instagram, um, like I was mentioning before, the um, Reels has been amazing for people to really get in front of a brand new audience. Um, the beauty of Reels is that um, since Instagram is is really trying to take over TikTok. They are pushing reels like no tomorrow. So they are at the top of the algorithm and they can be a lot of fun. Now, um, I know like I am not going to dance and I'm not going to like point at things on the screen. And I know a lot of people are in the same boat. They're like, oh, I see reels. I see these ladies dancing and I'm not going to like dance for my dollars basically. <laughs> So, and I, <laughs> that's a completely different business model that's been around for over 2000 years, folks. <laughs> yes. Yes, and we're not here for that. Um no. I mean, some people they do it and it's cute and it works well. It's not me and it's not a lot of, you know, I I work with some other clients that are in, you know, my age range that are just like, look, I'm not I'm not going to dance. Yeah. That's so, okay. very important startup nation Corey's pointing out something to you right now is stick with who you are authentically. Mm -hmm. Okay. So use, uh, different platforms and, and use the, the offerings in those platforms like reels on Instagram, um, as a vehicle to build your business, but don't change who you are don't, just because exactly. everyone else is, you know, showing up dancing. If you're not uh, wanting to dance publicly, that's not your gifting, or you feel it's just not aligned with who you are, like being showy or, or just yeah. out of integrity in, in your authenticity. Don't do that. So yeah. Corey, what do they do then? What did okay. you do that, that works? Yeah. So, I mean, I do, I do have a silly side, so I will do some stuff that's like a little bit more silly, but, um, 
but I'll also do tutorials. Um, so like a lot of people are into um, using Canva or they just want to know how reels work because they are a little bit tricky. Like the first time you, have you used reels at all? It's, I have, yeah. yeah, it's, it's a little tricky, like figuring out where to put the text and, you know, time it right and all of that. So I'll do some tutorials about that. Um, occasionally I'll do one of the lip sync videos, but I know not everybody's <laughs> comfortable with that either, but basically if you're an expert, I mean, you can talk for you know, 15 seconds, share a quick tip. Like if you're into nutrition and want to share a quick trip, a quick tip or a recipe about nutrition, or if you're, you know, a doctor and want to share something about, you know, some health tip, there's lots of ways you can do it. I have a client who is um, like a general contractor and he'll share his tips on um, marketing for contractors. So, you know, he'll just, he'll, it's, it's fun. Cause he'll be like out in the yard and he'll like chop a piece of wood or something and be like, Hey, here's a quick tip for you. So, um, so yeah, it's, it, there's so many ways you can do it and don't be afraid to exactly what you said, be you be authentic. And if dancing's not your thing, that's okay. Cause there's a lot of people out there that want the information that you have to share. All right. So what I'm hearing you say is like your client, be very specific, very niche in your content. So he's a GC and he's he's speaking to other GCs and giving them tips yeah. and advice on how to be more successful in their business as general contractors, correct? Yes, correct. Okay. And he's maybe doing it in a fun, playful, catch their attention kind of way. So Startup Nation, you can do the same thing. So start thinking of new possibilities. What are short little video clips that you can consistently create where people can uh, expect it from you like, Oh man, I love watching your videos. You always put out the same type of content that speaks specifically to me, to my needs, right. etc. So Corey, um, you do t tutorials. That's kind of like your sweet spot with an occasional silly, uh, video here and there. Uh, yes. and, and you're specifically teaching in your tutorials, how to market better on Instagram. Is that correct? correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's very specific. Right. right. Are you sticking to a specific niche as far as your avatar? Is it just for coaches? Uh, is it just for uh, who, who are you speaking to specifically? It's, or are you making it very broad and there's still another uh, opportunity to niche down uh, one step further? Yeah, I mean, it's probably a little broad. It's basically, I mean, when I'm thinking about the video and what I'm doing, it's um, I have kind of the small business owner in mind somebody that, you know, wants to market their business online and is looking for ways to do it on their own. So it just establishes my business as an expert. If you think you need help in that area, they, you know, come to me knowing, oh, well, she's, you know, she's the reels pro. She knows what she's doing. So now how do you get visibility in your reels to that specific avatar? So how do you make sure that that avatar is seeing your video content that applies specifically to them? Well, I would say in that case, um, a lot of it, you can use hashtags on, um, on reels. So I always put hashtags in there. Um, I also always share my uh, reel to my story. 
And so, so the reels, they really do go out to a broad audience. And I think they're kind of testing the market because I'll see, like I'll post a reel and it'll, you know, sit there and just get some views for 10, 20 minutes. And then it goes, zoop, and it will, you know, go a thousand, 2000, and then it kind of like peters off. So I feel like it's going out there and, and testing the market. Um, so to go back to your question, um, the reels itself, I would say use hashtags, um, try and figure out what time your audience is on, but then also share that reel um, over to your stories where you know that's going to be more of your followers. Got it. How do we find out uh, which hashtags will uh, create the most visibility for our offering or for our reel? Um, well, well, I actually, I use um, Metricool, which is a platform that allows you to schedule. It does, um, you know, planning and it will also tell you some of the, the hashtags that are, you know, where you're getting your um, views from. So that's really helpful. Um, there's a number of other ones. Like I think Sprout Social does that. It's hard. I haven't figured out a way to do it organically where you're just, you know, kind of looking at it to figure that out. It's not in the Instagram insights. So usually you do need some kind of like a third party app to, to figure that out for you. <laughs> okay. Got it. All right, cool. So is that similar to Buffer? As an example. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't, um, like really dived dove, <laughs> whichever mm -hmm. the past tense is, um, into buffer to see if they have that hashtag component, but yeah, they're, you know, Hootsuite, all of those, um, are kind of offer similar things like that. So. Okay. Got it. What have been, um, your most successful strategies for building your brand on Instagram? Like what has actually worked where you were like, wow, you got wow results. Um, yeah. So I hate to like beat a dead horse, but, <laughs> but reels have worked really well. Also, um, I'm finding that, um, uh, carousels work really well. So the carousels are the ones that, you know, you can have up to 10, um, uh, 10 photos or 10 graphics where you swipe right for the next, yeah. photo or the next. Photo. Yeah. So those do really well. So it'd be um, like 10 steps to, you know, uh, finding the love of your life after, yes. after a divorce or something like that. So you swipe yeah. one, swipe two, et cetera. Okay. Yeah. The beauty of carousels, which a lot of people don't realize is that, okay, say I say I have a carousel and it's got four different images in it. So if the person sees it um, in their feed, they're going to see the first one. And then if they go back later and see it again, it's going to show the second one. So oh, it's almost like you're getting like multiple content. You yeah, know. It's like a drip campaign, right? Yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. A really good. <laughs> yeah, it is like that. So um, so that's, I think, one of the reasons why it gets a lot of mileage. Um, another thing that I did recently is um, I was a guest on someone else's podcast. And then we we wrote about it on their um, Instagram page. So I got I ended up getting a ton of followers from them. So if you can kind of collaborate with other people and, you know, get your name in front of a new audience that might have a similar um 
well, like a similar audience or kind of a, a meshed audience. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great way. And you're getting that, um, that kind of approval or, you know, your stamp of approval from this other person saying, Hey, this person's really great. You should go, you know, watch her stuff. So, um, so I've gotten a lot that way, just, you know, doing a collab with somebody else. What has been the biggest mistake, uh, you have made on Instagram, um, that maybe backfired or you just spent a ton of time doing it because someone told you to do it or an expert said it, and it just turned out to be a myth and just a whole waste of time for you. Um, wow, that's a good question. You know, I, I haven't done, I haven't done anything that's like really taken me a lot of time and bombed, but, um, I think one of the biggest mistakes that I, that I've done myself and I've seen other people do is, um, you know, they'll go gangbusters and they'll be posting every day and all this stuff. And then they just go radio silent for, you know, a month or two, um, because they just can't keep up with that. And can I admit that I just did that recently because (laughs) I got hit with the COVID Delta variant and I was down for two weeks solid. Oh yeah. Literally just like no more content. It just went crickets on Instagram. So, well, you've got, that's a good excuse. I mean, (laughs) yeah, but everybody's blaming everything on COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, mine was not COVID. I can't blame it on illness. My, (laughs) mine was just, you know, I, even though I know how to do all this stuff, I would just get busy with my clients. I'm like, they're paying me, um, yep. you know, and they're the even, priority, not the content. Yeah. And then you slack off on what actually got you the clients. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And so I finally like learned through trial and error that basically, you know, you always kind of need to keep at least a base level, you know, funnel going and base level content out there because you never know when that, you know, like one of my clients is a really big corporate client. And if they said tomorrow, you know, we're not using any contractors. If I didn't have this, you know, constant flow of some other new business coming in, I would just be done for. So, um, so yeah, you really need to prepare because things happen, you know, people, people get COVID and have to shut down their business and it's not personal. It's like, they just, that happened. And so they, or they just, you know, can't afford to have someone use someone like me in their business and they decide to do it themselves. And, um, you know, you have to have those other things kind of in the, in the background working for you so that you're not caught, you know, like, Oh, well, there goes my business. I got to shut my doors now. So I, I wanted to clarify something with you, right? So would you consider that it is a myth that you need to have a ton of followers on Instagram or any other platform for that matter in order to create a six-figure income from that platform? No, you don't. Yeah, you don't need that. And a lot of people will say, you know, if you've got a good like thousand and they're really engaged with you, um, then that's fine. And if if they're the right audience and the right target, like I would rather have a thousand people that always engage and they're ready to buy and they want to work with me than, you know, a hundred thousand where I get lost in the shuffle and they never see me and they don't care about what I'm doing. So definitely, yeah, don't, don't get caught up in, you know, oh, I need to have X number of followers. And a lot of people used to say, oh, I want 10,000 followers because then I can get the swipe up on 
Instagram stories and, and get more people out there. Well, that's not a barrier anymore because now they have that link sticker. So you don't have to have 10,000 followers to get the link sticker in, um, on Instagram stories. So really, yeah, if you have a really targeted, engaged group and you've got about a thousand followers, you're, you're good. If they're buying, stick with it and really appeal to that group. So Startup Nation, I just want to take out that myth uh, for you and, and just delete that from your, your head there, okay? So like, here's Corey who wrote, uh, you know, a, a book, you know, uh, Instagram uh, for dummies, right? So Instagram marketing for dummies. And I go to her Instagram account and immediately I was taken back. I was like, oh, 4,000 followers. Like, that's not like a hundred thousand or a million plus right and you would think okay she's an instagram marketing expert yet she only has four thousand followers what's up with this right but here she is running a business uh doing between 100 and 500 thousand dollars per year off of instagram and she's got four thousand i'm guessing engaged followers yes that's why is that correct? Exactly. Corey, yeah, that's right? correct. Yes, definitely. All right. Definitely. So I think that's great because Startup Nation, like, stop making excuses. <laughs> well, and the other thing that you must know is that there's a lot of influencers and other people out there that are buying their followers. So, yeah, you know, they might have 20,000 followers, but they bought, you know, half or more of them from that are just you know, fake accounts or accounts that are never going to buy from them. And they're just doing it to look good. And um, that's not going to help you. So that's important to distinguish, right? They're buying social proof, but they're not buying engagement. And you're saying, Joseph, engagement, that's what you want. Engagement converts into clients. Exactly. Is that, is that right? Yeah, totally. Okay, awesome. All right. What question have we not addressed that Startup Nation needs to hear right now? Oh, okay. So let's see. Um, well, we could talk about uh, Facebook for a second and what I think about Facebook. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It sucks. The, the you know, the founder. No, no, no. Go ahead. Well, I will say, um, so Facebook, it, it has its place. And I used to love Facebook. Um, but my love is decreasing. <laughs> and um, I have a new yeah, love. <laughs> I have a new love and it's been there all along. It's Instagram. No, um, <laughs> no, uh, Facebook. I mean, it, it's necessary. And, you know, Facebook owns Instagram. So they, they need to play together in the sandbox. But I have been spending a lot less time marketing my business directly on yeah. Facebook yeah. because the organic reach has just, it's, it's not there. Like I, I can't get my stuff out there. So unless, you know, if you're prepared to pay a bunch of money to, to promote your posts and things like that, then it can still work for you. But um, I find so much more success organically. Yes. on Instagram. Cause it, it's, it's, it's harder than it used to be on Instagram. I will say when I joined, you know, however many years ago, um, you know, I could get followers like that and I got all these likes and it was just like crazy. So that has, you know, declined a little bit, but, um, 
but it's still, it's still totally a viable, you know, platform if you want to do things more organically. Yeah. And I agree with you. And I think uh, just with the latest political climate, True. Uh, unfortunately, Facebook has positioned themselves as a political platform. Yeah, so that's true. So if your beliefs or your posts are in disagreement with Facebook corporate, uh, you will get pushed down to the bottom of the mm -hmm. algorithm and mm -hmm. lose visibility. And I know that's a true. lot of marketers that have been very successful on Facebook in recent years. And lately, all their eggs are in that one basket and it's just Facebook shutting them down and they're losing. Mm -hmm. They have to go jump and, and migrate all their followers. It, it's a nightmare, right? It's unfortunate. Yeah. So I agree with you on that. Uh, Facebook is not what it used to be. Right. For sure. All right, Corey, uh, we're speaking with Corey Walker. She is the marketing specialist. Uh, you can find her at themarketingspecialist.com. And she wrote the book on Instagram marketing, like literally for dummies <laughs> like us. Okay, she wrote the book. She's the gal. All right, so uh, Corey, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have oh, about geez. three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. It's like a game show. Are you Ooh, Okay, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be. I just told you not to. It's like okay. it's like telling uh, my pregnant wife, you know, in labor, relax, relax. Yeah, you know, it's whatever. the last thing you want to tell her. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite thing about uh, being uh, an Instagram uh, entrepreneur? Uh, let's see. So I love that I've been able to get over my fear of being on camera. So, um, yeah, being on Instagram and knowing that I needed to be more on video, um, has really helped my self-confidence on any video platform. All right. This is a bonus question. I'm just throwing in there. What would you tell someone who hates doing video, but wants to leverage it, uh, exactly the way you said, but they absolutely hate it. Uh, and they, and they just struggle to be consistent in creating the content. Okay. Is there any hack or, or what do you got? Well, I don't know if there's a hack. I mean, I would say, you know, just, you could even just open up your zoom and just start practicing to yourself, you know, just to get over that fear, um, get some good lighting. Cause a lot of like women, my age that I know sometimes I'm like, Oh God, I just look bleh. so, so if you get <laughs> good lighting is very helpful. Um, so you feel confident just, you know, and your appearance and everything, if that's one of the things that's holding you back. Um, and then just start practicing, maybe, um, have zoom calls with another entrepreneur and just practice some of those things and then just do it. Like literally just get on there, film just a quick, like reels. I mean, most reels that work the best are under 15 seconds. So you can do 15 seconds. Um, the other thing is um, one of the things that I have, um, I have a virtual assistant and one of the things I have him do is he goes out and he looks for other reels that I might not copy, but just get wow. inspiration from. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you do that, that, that kind of gets through some of my, um, you know, writer's block or video block. Um, to think of something. Um, so that's, that's a really good tool for me is just like, okay, well that one, that would be really easy for me to do that. I could do that. So, yeah. So you're borrowing someone else's creativity when you have none of your own, right? Yes. But I, I will say borrow and retooling. 
Yes, customize <laughs> it to you and to your yes. audience. Absolutely. All right. What is your least favorite thing about being an Instagram marketer, entrepreneur? Um, I would say just having to continually feed the beast. <laughs> so it's the consistency, right? Yeah, it's it's a slog. I mean, it's it, it's a lot to keep up with. So, um, so that's probably just the toughest part is trying to, you know, continually come up with new things and, and create, uh, you know, meaningful content that people will enjoy. Um, and then, you know, even with the reels creating something, I have two teenage daughters, so they will be the first ones that tell me that I'm being cringy. So that's kind of always <laughs> at the back of my mind. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe you, you put that out there. So um, yes, so that, that's my answer. Okay, got it. <laughs> I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life. It's just part of the human condition. What are you currently struggling with right now, either personally or professionally? Oh, let's see. Personally, I would say I'm still trying to get more or actually professionally, I'll say professionally. I'm still mm. trying to get more systems created in my business. Mm. Um, for the longest time, um, since I've just been my own, I had no, you know, VAs, nothing. Everything was just kind of running around in my head and I had no set processes. So now I'm getting, um, I'm, I'm trying to get better about putting things. I use ClickUp, so I'm, I'm getting more processes in place. And so that, um, you know, if eventually I wanted to sell the business or if I had, you know, if my VA suddenly quit, I would have this set process in place. Smart. Excellent. What are you most afraid of? Um, spiders. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Online spiders. Now, what did you spend? Well, whatever comes first to mind. So that's what I came to. Yeah, I got it. I got it. There's no wrong answer here. What did you spend way too much time doing this past year? Um, sitting. I spent way too much time sitting, and so that that, that was the other thing I was going to say with my personal struggle is getting to the gym more, moving my body more. Um, you know, I've, I've been diving really deep into my business lately and that's, that's caused a lot of sitting time, which, mm. you know, they say it's as bad as smoking. So, um, mm. so yeah, I'm trying to really make that time to get to the gym or take a walk or, you know, do things like that. You know, that's the first time anyone has shared that on this show, <laughs> sitting. And what a great overlooked answer. I would I would also agree that has been the thing I've done way too much this year, sitting. Yeah. Same yeah. challenge. What secret fear do you have about people? Secret fear that, that they don't like me. Mm, it's so common. Yeah. Why don't we just like accept that everybody likes us? <laughs> I, I, I know. Care. And I, I mean, I feel like I'm a pretty likable person. So then what's our problem? But I don't know. I just, I always have that, like something, you know, if they didn't call me back or whatever, I'm like, oh, they hate me. They just, they just, <laughs> they don't want to be around me. <laughs> so not true. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? Um, that sometimes it takes a coach to push you to the next level. And, um, it, it took me, I mean, I just in the last year have gotten a coach. I've done it all myself forever. 
And I've been, I've been stuck in that same spot forever. And it really took someone saying, well, first of all, paying money, because Mm -hmm. when you have skin in the game, it makes you a lot more accountable. Cause you're like, well, shoot, I'm spending all this money. Like I better do what she says or he says. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. Getting a coach and, and having them push you out of your comfort zone. Um, that's been, that's been really good for me. It's huge. What, uh, what's a new habit you want to create? A new habit. Um, you know, actually in, in, 2022, one of the things I would like to do is more, um, live video and more collaborating with others, mm-hmm. um, to, to expand my reach to a different audience. Yeah. I got it. What's a bad habit you want to break? Chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> that Don chocolate. It always gets me. Pick, pick three words to describe who you are now. Um, I would say, confident, um, silly and, um, hmm, growing. Those are good. Those are good three. Pick three words to describe who you are your first year in this business. Um, scared, (laughs) anxious, uh, worried. Yeah. Yeah. So like the exact opposite of the first three. Yeah. Yeah. And last question, if you could come back to life, Corey, after you died, look your family and friends in the eye and give them only one piece of advice about everything, Mm. what would you say to them? Um, I would say make, make more time for bonding with each other in person and, um, yeah, put the phones down. This is a message to myself currently (laughs) too. Yeah. Put the phones down, put, you know, turn off the TV and talk in person and just get together and and enjoy each other. Do you think we've forgotten how to do that? Like just talk? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, like I said, I've got two teenagers and most of their communication is via Snapchat or, I mean, they do FaceTime, which is, I feel like a little bit better, but yeah, I mean, I can remember growing up, I would, you know, we'd ride our bikes to do something, or even when we were teenagers, we would meet up and, and do something together. And now it's like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, text you or whatever. And so there's an element of just, human, you know, touch and, and sight that is missing I right agree. now. Totally. We need more loitering in the world, people. <laughs> Just like coming together and doing nothing together. Exactly. Any, any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first $100,000 in 2022 via Instagram? Okay. Well, just stick with it. Be consistent. Um, the biggest thing you can do is be in, be consistent, um, engage with others. Um, you know, if there's another person that's kind of does something similar, but a little different than you, you know, send them a DM and say like, Hey, I really like what you're doing. Would you want to do something together? Um, but yeah, really consistency is the number one thing and, and know what you have time for. So don't go, like I've mentioned before, don't go out guns blazing and then ghost for a month. Like if you realize I can only do two posts a week, just do those consistently. And then hopefully you can build up more, but at least even if you're there two times a week, you know, people know that you're there. This is key. This is the only way startup nation that I have successfully 
uh, continued this podcast and my other podcast, two top 100 podcasts for over three years now because I made it attainable for myself, knowing mm-hmm. that I would lack consistency. I would not want to show up some days. So I did a weekly show mm-hmm. um, and, and I forced myself. And I also did interviews because I love meeting new people, right? So now I wanted to show up and meet Corey today, right? That's the difference. So set it up where you win uh, in your consistency. So that is that is key. Corey, thank you uh, for being on this show. But before you go... Where does Startup Nation go and connect with you, find out more about you, engage with you, possibly hire you as their coach? What do you got there? Sure, sure. So, um, well, as you mentioned, I'm at themarketingspecialist.com. If you want to see me directly on Instagram, I'm at Corey C. Walker. See, that's C-O-R-E-Y-C Walker. Um, So find me there. You can also search on um, the marketing specialist. I am, I'm really active also on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is not one to forget about. Um, So I'm uh, at Corey C. Walker on LinkedIn. Um, I also have a free reels checklist. So if you want to go to the marketing specialist.com slash freebies, you can download the reels checklist and then it'll give you a special offer for my full reels ebook, which explains step-by-step how to do it and um, tells you some really great tips. Okay. So bonus before you go, Corey, bonus number two for the audience. (laughs) You said, don't forget about LinkedIn. What's been the most effective strategy for you in converting uh, online uh, connections uh, on LinkedIn to actual clients on link. How did you do it? Like what's the number one strategy that has worked for you? Um, well, again, I've been out there a lot more consistently, but, um, it's funny because when I, I've been downloading some of my, um, reels videos and putting them on, on, uh, LinkedIn and there's not a lot of people doing that. And so it's kind of refreshing and different and they're like, Oh, and so it gets noticed. So that's been, you know, um, I had one reel, which it showed me since I wear a lot of hats in my business, I would like change my outfit. I'd be like author, creator, you know, that kind of thing. And that one got a lot of views and likes and DMs like, Hey, I really like what you're doing, that kind of thing. So, um, don't be afraid to repurpose some of your really good Instagram content over on LinkedIn. Awesome. Corey Walker, thank you for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life. Thank you. You as well. Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on a bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. 
Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you want to get rid of your problems permanently. Like be done with the addiction. Be done with the medications. Be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want. We're all chasing it. We had it as kids. We lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. You can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. Then we'll see if we're, we want to work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't want to talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything and nothing has worked and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net and let's see if I'm your guy.